Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. I'm your host, Lindsay Pinchuk. And for those of you who are new around here, I started a business back in 2010 with a $500 investment. And I grew that business to reach 3 million users per month across multiple platforms and generate seven figures in revenue revenue for six years straight. I grew this business through partnerships with Target, Nordstrom, The Honest Company, Unilever, and hundreds of other companies. And this was all before I led my company's acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I exited my company with one goal, and that was is to support other female founders and businesswomen through their own entrepreneurship journeys. Dear Founder is my twice-weekly letter to you, the incredible women in our community, to do just that. On Tuesdays, you'll hear me interview and share the stories and advice from some of the most successful female founders of our time. And on Thursdays, you'll hear Found Her Files, which are episodes designed to move your business forward through a specific lesson and actionable tips. And on today's episode, we're talking about five zero-cost ways to build your community. But Thursday's episodes are going to be this format moving forward. Many of you have told me that you want more actionable tips on specific topics, and so that's exactly what I'm going to be delivering to you on Thursdays. Some weeks it will just be solo, me, right here, sharing my tips and tricks with you like I am today. And some weeks I'm going to bring on special guests like journalists, CPAs, publicists, brand strategists, and more who will guide us through the lessons in their area of expertise. If you like this format and you like what you hear, I'd love for you to shoot me a DM or an email, let me know, and let me know some of your biggest pain points so that I can make sure we provide a solution for them. And if you find today's episode helpful, please consider leaving a rating or review. That's how other female entrepreneurs will discover our incredible support. This podcast is the show I wanted myself 13 years ago when I became a female founder. So if there's anything you want to hear about or anything you need me to share to help you through your endeavors, I invite you to reach out. As as I said, you can DM me or you can email me at lindsay at lindsaypinchuk.com. I know your time is valuable, so I'm not going to waste it today with a bunch of fluff. But before I dive in, I do want to give you a more thorough introduction of myself. And there is a purpose for this. There's a very big purpose and it ties into the lessons and the action steps that I'm going to provide you with. And I also want to tell you to stick around to the end because there's going to be an assignment and there's going to be an opportunity at the end to win something really awesome that I know so many of you can benefit from. 
So here's my story. Here's what happened. In 2010, with a $500 investment and a baby in my belly, I founded my first company, Bump Club and Beyond. And over the next 10 years, I grew that company into the premier network for parents and parents-to-be. Like I said, we garnered a reach of 3 million people per month. We partnered with some of the biggest brands in the world, and we drove seven figures in revenue year over year. At the time in 2010, there was no social media, and that is so important for you guys to hear and to understand because it was a totally different landscape in terms of marketing your brand. Facebook and LinkedIn were around, so was Twitter, but business pages didn't exist. And so instead, I showed up at my company's events, on our website, through our emails, and in interviews, sharing my life as an expectant mom. I shared the good, the bad, and the ugly, and in turn, the people who were on the other end receiving the information my community shared with me. What started as 250-person events grew to two 100-person events per month, and then after my daughter was born, events for new moms too. Social media started to grow, so it was definitely around, it was growing, it was definitely playing more of an influence for business, and with it, so did my company. Instead of just showing up at our events, I started to share online too. So then what happened was our events in Chicago started taking place in markets across the country. We had um, interest from moms all across the country to bring our events and everything that we did to their markets as well. So from Chicago, we grew to 25 markets across North America. My community grew and so did my authority, trust, and presence in the space. This led to hundreds of TV segments, podcast interviews, and some of the biggest publications calling upon me for my expertise, all because I showed up and shared. And in 2019, the mom of two girls, I led the acquisition of my company to a large agency holding company based in California. And after working there for two and a half years, I made a really tough decision which you can hear me talk about in some of the other episodes of Dear Founder, but I made a very tough decision to exit the brand because I wanted to do it all over again. But this time, my goal was to build a community for female founders and to help all of you to find your own success. So this time, here I am. I'm using the same strategies and tactics. We're going to really dive in deep to those today, but now they are much more refined to help other female founders to do the same thing that I did over the last 13 years. What took me three to five years to get going in 2010 has taken me three to five months to get going today. I've done it already. I know what to do and I know what not to do. Every single morning, I wake up with the goal to serve and support other female founders and entrepreneurs that are going on the same journey I've been on for the last 13 years. If just one person benefits from my experience and my expertise, I have done my job. I also want to provide an example for the generations of women behind us, namely my daughters. They are the sole, they're the decision makers in my life, to be honest. Every single decision that I make has them in mind, and that's both in business and in personal. So I just shared my story with you, a longer version of what I share than what I shared in the intro, but I didn't share this story for shits and giggles, okay? I didn't just say, oh, I want to, I'm going to show up and share my story so that the listeners to the podcast 
you know, talk about Lindsay who sold her business or they know that I grew a business without social media or whatever you took away from that story. There is a reason that I shared my story with you. Everything you do starts with your story. Not just surface level things that people can Google, but your story is actually the bonus six free way to build community. And I'm going to tell you how it ties into the other aspects in a couple of minutes. But you know I'm going to be talking about five others. This is actually the bonus sixth way to build community. Your story is where it all starts. You want to get your story down pat and you want to share it everywhere. And I'm not just talking about what you do, but why you do it and how you do it. The why is your connection with your community. And the how is the reason that they should trust you and work with you. And we're going to come back to this in a little bit. But I mentioned that with Bump Club, you know, I, I, I've mentioned many times over the, over the last 13 years that I didn't realize what I was doing when I built my first company. I didn't. But in looking back, I know, and you can see when you talk to me about the process of building that company, that my community came first and the monetization of the community came after. Through the trust and authority and connection that I created, my audience became a community who eventually turned into my paying customers. Don't forget, people want to buy from people. And in showing up every day to serve, connect, and engage with your community, you build a natural bridge of transaction over time. So think about that. When you show up and you connect through the story that you share and you share your why, and you share how you did certain things, you are building a natural bridge for a transaction. And over time, what happens is your community thinks of you when they need whatever it is that you're selling, your expertise, your service, your products, whatever it is. It's really important that you understand the difference between showing up and telling and showing up and sharing and connecting. Does that make sense? When you show up and tell, you're just kind of like telling a story, right? But when you show up and connect, you are talking to your community about the things that are relevant to them, what is important to them, why they should trust you. That is what your story needs to contain. So whether you're a brand new entrepreneur or you have some experience under your belt, I want to point out that creating a community is free and it's never too late to create community. Do you know a founder or a business owner or a marketer who doesn't want to save money on marketing? I don't. I really don't. I, I don't know anyone who doesn't want to do something for free. But going back to the basics to create and invest in your community through your time will pay you back in dividends for years to come. So we're going to talk today about applying the same steps that I've applied over and over and over again to make an impact that will last to your bottom line. We talked last week about your community and how you can utilize your community to grow your bottom line. And this is really why your community is your greatest asset. But the bigger question is, how do you build community? And that's what we're here to talk about today. You build community through your greatest tool, which is your content. And a lot of you have heard me say this, and it's 
something that I will say over and over and over again. Your community is your number one asset. Your content is your number one marketing tool. But what is content? And it's really important that you understand what it means when I say the word content. Your content is everything that people see about you that you put out about your brand, about you and your brand, essentially. It's not just your social media. It's not just your blog. It is every single thing that is out there for you and about you and about your brand. Your story that I just shared my story, but your story as we talk about it is content. And like I said, it should be shared everywhere. I've been growing brands for nearly 25 years. I I started working when I was in high school and in college I was a brand ambassador. So I've been doing this for a very long time. But I have forever used one method to build my own brands and now that of my clients and my students. It's a method that I have now coined. My signature method is called Sweep. And Sweep utilizes social media, your website, emails, events, partnerships, and publicity to generate and execute cost-effective community-centric marketing strategies. I shared yesterday on Instagram and I shared on a webinar earlier this week on the same topic that um, a student in a workshop of mine asked where she should spend most of her time. She asked me this on Monday of this week. She said, should I spend most of my time on social media, on emails, events? Like, Where is it that I should spend most of my time? And I said, none of the above. You should be spending your time building a content strategy because ultimately your content will sweep through all of these strategic approaches that you just asked about. Sweep, S-W-E-E-P, stands for social media, website, emails, events, partnerships, publicity. You end up wanting to put your content throughout all of these entities. So you sweep them through all of these strategic approaches. I hope that makes sense. In terms of building a community, you're going to want to think about how you can sweep all of your content through all of these different aspects of your business. So like I said, social media, website, emails, events, publicity, and partnerships. So when I say share your story everywhere, These are the places where I want you to share it. And if you think about it, your story will be on social media continuously. You should share it there. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. It absolutely should be on your website. You should share it in emails. And I'm going to tell you about a client of mine and what what happened when she shared her story in an email. When you're at events, live events, if you're on a stage giving a keynote, you're probably going to give yourself, you're probably going to give a little background about yourself. Or if you're at an event that you're hosting for your company, you're going to say, hi, I'm Lindsay Pinchuk. I'm the founder of Dear Found Her. And I built and sold a business. You're going to get into those things because not everyone is going to know who you are whenever you show up. And it's very similar to why I introduce myself on this podcast each and every day. There are new listeners each and every day. And if you're new here, you might not know my story or where I come from. So you want to share your story everywhere. So now I want to dive into these five zero cost strategies that I outlined for you. Like I said, there's, you know, actually six and really and truly kind of seven, but we're going to get into it right now. 
um, that make up the sweet methodology. And I'm going to show you how you can apply them to your own brand. And that is really what you're going to be walking away with in today's lesson. So the first one is social media. That's the S. Social media is free. Okay. It is free. There is no reason why you would not want to set up and take the handles for all of your social media platforms in your brand name. Take them all. You never know how big you're going to get. You never know if someone's going to copy you. When you come up with a name for your company or if it's your personal name, take all the handles. It doesn't mean you're going to necessarily post on all of them at once, but you might end up adding some as you go. So, you know, this is your Instagram, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, your TikTok, your Snapchat, your Twitter, all of the above. But social media gives you the chance to show up and engage with your community. It only works if you treat it as a two-way street. You have to show up. You have to like people's comments. You have to respond back. You have to DM people. You have to share other people's content, especially if you want them to share yours. Social media also allows you the opportunity to share more personal stories, right? Like you absolutely can show up and talk about yourself and share your story and share what you're good at and share your why. It also allows you to ask your customers to tag and share for you. And then you should reshare their posts, especially if they're public, because people love to see themselves shared. It's very interesting. I interviewed Bobby Brown on the season two um, premiere episode of Dear Found Her. And one of the things that she shared was how she's been a Today Show contributor for 20 plus years. And that now showing up on TikTok, often garners more awareness than being on the Today Show because social media can do that for you. Not everyone is Bobby Brown and I recognize that, but when you show up and you start sharing continuously and regularly on social media, you will start to build a following. I want to tell you that when you show up on social media, it doesn't have to be perfect. Messy perfection is okay. You want to give yourself some grace and you also want to show up as yourself. Think about back to what I said earlier about when I started Bump Club and I, you know, I started by showing up and sharing my story. There wasn't social media. I just showed up and shared all the time. I shared on our blog, on our website, which I'm going to get into website in a minute, but I shared on our website my story about having gestational diabetes. And at the time, blogs were all the rage, so people were reading my stories all the time. But what ended up happening was people were coming up to me on the streets of Chicago asking me about my gestational diabetes with my daughter because I showed up and shared. And if you look at my own social media on Lindsay Pinchuk, especially on Instagram, there are a lot of things that I share that are not rainbows and unicorns. And I encourage you to do the same. I encourage you to show up as yourself, as your true authentic self, and to share on social media. So that is the S. The W, number two, is your website. And I'm sure you can argue that a website isn't free. And while it isn't necessarily free, it is very low cost. And it is a tool that every business owner needs. I have a client, a coaching client right now, who doesn't have a website. And I have been encouraging her at the very least to make a landing page because you need to have somewhere to send your customers. 
you need to have somewhere where you can tell people who are interested in finding out more information, you need to send them somewhere. So a website is obviously the natural next step and the best bet for doing that, right? But your website is where your product and your offer are showcased continuously. And you can always say, go to my website for more information. And even if people go to Instagram, which really and truly people consider Instagram kind of like a business card these days, really and truly, if you go to Instagram, you're going to click the link in bio if you want more information and likely go to the person's website. So this is where your product and offer are showcased. But have you also ever realized how much content is on your website? You can create social media posts and emails for days using the content that is already written out on your website. And truthfully, I use the copy from my About Me, from my homepage, on landing pages, on product pages, on my social media, in emails. I use that content over and over and over again. And that is something that in my workshop that's taking place later this month, we do a lot of exercising and workshopping and conversing about repurposing your content so you are not always a content creation machine, right? You, you really, like I say, you want to squeeze all the juice out of every piece of content, and that includes your website. I had another client recently that had multiple locations, and every location had their own um, website. And I said to all of the owners, they were all franchise owners, I said, you have so much content on your website about you. There's your story post for social media for every single month. Make a variation of it. You might not regurgitate the copy over and over and over again, but it's definitely a launching point and a starting point. So the other thing that I want to say about your website is that you should be consistently linking back to your website on social media and emails at events through publicity because like I said, that is the place where people are going to go for more information about you. The next, the next zero cost way to build community is through emails. And don't tell me that this costs money because there are actually a couple email service providers that are free up to a certain count and I'm going to get into that in a second. But Social media marketing is a really important tool for growing your business, but when it comes to driving sales, it doesn't touch email marketing. Constant Contact recently released a survey that said 60% of consumers say they've made a purchase as the result of a marketing email they received, 60%. And I can tell you from my own experience with Bump Club, this absolutely is true. We would talk for days about events that we were holding on social media. But it was when we sent that email out as a reminder that people would transact and buy the tickets to the next event. Always. At every single event that we had, we would talk about what the next event was. And when we sent the email out that automatically went out to all attendees after that event, that was when we got so many transactions for people buying tickets for the next event because they knew that the tickets sold out and they knew that they wanted to come and they knew that they could get a refund if lo and behold, they went into labor or they were sick or whatever the situation was. So emails do work and people do read them. The other thing too is that you own your email list. Everyone who transacts with you should be put into an email list. So whether you're selling a product or whether you're selling a service, if someone buys something from you, 
you want to communicate with them regularly and they should be put into an email list. So where do you keep that list? You keep that list in an email service provider. And a lot of you have heard the names that I'm going to throw out right now, but that's MailChimp, Constant Contact, Flowdesk. Flowdesk is the one I use. I love it. It's easy. It's drag and drop. I love their templates. Um, we used MailChimp for years at Bump Club and I never was using it properly. MailerLite is another one. And MailerLite is free up to a thousand contacts. So it's also a great place to start. If you want to start building an email list, MailerLite's a great place to start. And if you decide you want to use something later when you're garnering more revenue, you can absolutely download that list on a CSV and move it over into a new email service provider. But when it comes to your emails, it's really important that you're communicating regularly. And when I say regularly, that's up to you. It could be once a month, it could be once a week, could be twice a week. But the important thing is, is you don't just want to communicate when you have something to sell. You want to educate. You want to be sharing information. Share things about your employees, about your customers. Share things about you. And, you know, this goes back to sharing your story. I had a client in one of my classes who the exercise was to share your story on social media. And then the second exercise was exercise was to repurpose that story and to share it somewhere else. And I had a client who shared it in her emails, on her email list. She shared it and she offered a discount. She sent it out on a Sunday night and on Monday morning she woke up and she had 25 plus sales. And she said to me, this worked. This allowed me to connect with people. This allowed me to introduce myself with, to my community, to the people who were you know, receiving my emails every single week. And it worked. And it's now a practice that she puts into place all the time. Another thing that you're going to want to think about with your emails is how are you getting people on your list that are not current clients? So in addition to your website, your email subscribe link should be a call to action for 25% of your posts. You should be putting it in your stories. You also should be using a lead magnet to attract people to your email list. So whether that's offering a discount or a free class or an event or a PDF filled with information, or the other day I offered a webinar that was a lead magnet. It was free. So those are all ways that you can get people onto your email list. And in the workshop that I have coming up starting July or start, sorry, starting January 30th, we spent a whole week talking about emails, getting you set up in your email service provider and making sure that you have lead magnets in place so that you can start capturing people's email addresses. The next no cost way is through events and I know that you're thinking right now, well, but events cost money and honest to God, they don't have to. I started Bump Club with events that were free and I didn't pay a dime. The thing that I want to say about events before I get into the specifics in, of, of the operations of events is that events build community and this we know. With Bump Club, I started as an events company and that's where my community was based and that's where my community was built from. With Dear Found Her, I started this during a global pandemic, but I had an event last year and it was so amazing that after me saying I'm never doing events again, 
I am going to be doing Dear Founder events in 2023 because the networking, the community, and what came out of those personal interactions was so grand and great that how can we not have events? And that is something that I want you to think about when you think about your own marketing plan is how can you bring your experience, uh, the experience of your brand to life? You don't have to pay for events. I want, if you're going to set up an event, if you have your own space, that's half the hurdle. If you don't have your own space, think of partners where you can co-host events. Think of partners who can donate food in exchange for exposure, in exchange for you bringing them customers, in exchange for you talking about their product. For example, when I first started Bump Club, we used to have these shopping events and I would reach out to bakeries all the time and they would always donate product. Do you want to know why? All of these women were having baby showers and eventually all these women were going to have babies and they were going to all need birthday cakes, especially on that first birthday. So think about who makes sense and why they would want to collaborate with you and reach out to those people to get your cost down and maybe even make your cost nothing. The other thing that events do, there's two other things that events do that I want to point out. Event They build community, like I said, but events also capture email addresses. So, you know, a, when you have people register for an event, you're, you have 200 people register, there's 200 email addresses. So you automatically are getting a way to connect and communicate with more of your community because they're giving you their email address. Events also give you content to share. We t- we're talking a lot about content, right? And putting content across all of these different platforms. And, and really and truly, we're, you know, we're talking about how all of these things work together, right? And how they all fuel each other. Well, events give you content. Think about it. You have content before the event because you're promoting the event. So you need to show up on your website and you need to show up in social media and maybe even through some publicity and share about the event beforehand to get people to come. Events give you content to share during the event. You can go live on social media. You can ask people to tag your place of business, to tag the event. Maybe you give a prize or prizes away. We used to do that at Bump Club all the time. We used to say post pictures from the event for your chance to win. And we used to call out people's names or tag them on social media. So right then and there, you're getting content during the event. And then, of course, after the event. Once an event is done, you have videos, you have pictures, you can share a recap, but then you can also use that content to share about future events and to show that you have a proof of concept, that you have an event that people want to come to. So events are key and I don't want you to count them out. The second to last zero cost way is partnerships. Partnerships are the number one way to grow your community. Essentially, you're borrowing someone else's community and you're sharing. And I built both of my businesses off of partnerships. With Bump, and I'm going to explain to you how both of them worked. With Bump Club and Beyond, I started by partnering with a workout class and with a maternity store. I reached out to brands to give giveaways. I asked bakeries to donate food. Those were partnerships. Everyone was winning. When you are in a partnership, everyone has something to gain. 
from that partnership, those partnerships, I got more partnerships. In the first event that I did, I had a car seat donated from, I think it was Britax, and their logo was on everything. Well, Graco saw the logo, and then Graco wanted to be a part of the second event, and guess what? They paid. And then I took those logos, and I said, reached out to Upa Baby, and I said, well, Graco and Britax and you know X, Y, and Z are a part of these events. Would you like to be a part of them too? And that is how we started securing paid sponsorships. We always used partnerships because partnerships are key to growing your business. But partnerships get bigger and partnerships lead to bigger partnerships and they lead to paid sponsorships. I will say that both Target and Nordstrom approached Bump Club and Beyond, me at Bump Club and Beyond, because we were working with nearly every brand that was sold in their store and that's why they reached out. And then with Dear Found Her, the partnership strategy is a little bit more simplistic, but I'm interviewing people every single week. They benefit because I'm sharing their stories, their companies, their brands with my community. And I benefit because they share their story with their community. They share my podcast and their community shows up and starts to listen. And that's a lot of times how people find me and how they find Dear Found Her. It's interesting because I had a client recently who I implemented a partnership strategy and um, I did a partnership strategy and an overall content strategy where we started really posting with a community focus and we saw in like the first month an 85% increase in reach, a nearly 300% increase in engagement and a nearly 400% increase in post interaction. And then through a influencer an influential partnership execution that we did, they ended up getting a thousand new followers and they were the right followers because we were partnering with other entities who had similar communities and they got 1,400 new email addresses in five days. So partnerships work. The last no, zero cost way that I am going to share with you is publicity. And I don't get too much into publicity here today. I'm going to really touch upon it, but um, I am going to be doing a workshop with a friend of mine all about building buzz for your brand. And that's going to take place in a few um, weeks. But so stay tuned for that. But I want to point out that publicity doesn't need to be TV or newspaper. And I think that's a really big misconception. It doesn't have to be traditional press. Share your story. That is publicity. And when you show up and share your story over and over and over and over again, other people will start to share your story too. If someone is talking about you and your brand, that's publicity. Share your story with local mom blogs, mom groups, food blogs, whatever whatever your topic is, blogs, groups, podcasts, local radio shows. If you have a special event, try to invite some local press, your alumni magazine, Any kind of local publication, share your story and share what it is that you do and your why and your how. Start there. And then you use press just like you use partnerships and you use it to get more press. Whenever you have any publicity or whenever anyone shares about you, even if it's just someone sharing your brand, your product on social media and tagging you, that is publicity. You want to make sure you share it or reshare it. Share all the publicity that you receive. Put it on your website, especially if it's with a media company. Put it in your emails. 
because that will ultimately build your credibility. So I want to dial it back for a second before we wrap up and just point out the fact that all of these strategies are important. Social media, website, emails, events, partnerships, publicity, and none of them can function on their own. They all are a part of the greater picture when it comes to igniting your brand, and they all have to be working together to set your brand on fire. And I mean it. You can't just post on social. You can't be on social without partnerships, without events, without publicity. You can't do those things. Everything must interact and work together. Because when you sweep, you're showing up and serving your community through the content that you deliver. Naturally, when you show up and share and you keep sharing, your community will eventually share about you. They'll share your story. They'll share your product, just like I said. Your community subscribes to everything that you do. They are subscribing to you and they want to come along on your journey. They want to help you to succeed. Your community wants your success. If you create a natural connection with them and you truly care about them and you're not just selling to them, I promise you that this will happen. Once you really start to work your community, you will see an almost immediate change. I had a client who started posting and sharing on social media and doing things that were really targeted toward their community, not just their product, in one week. And because they weren't doing it before, they saw like a 500% increase in engagement. It was wild. You will see the change in the engagement, the interactions and the growth on all of your platforms, not just social media. You'll see more web traffic. You'll see more publicity. You'll see more people reaching out to you for partnerships. And ultimately, this leads to bottom line growth too. The numbers don't lie. So use the insights on your digital platforms and regularly check out what works and what doesn't and modify accordingly. And if you don't know how to use insights, please, please, please Google, go on YouTube because the numbers don't lie. They are right in front of you. We spend a lot of time in my workshop talking about how to use the numbers to your advantage and how to make decisions based on your numbers. But I want to say that I never have stopped cultivating community. Even with my first company, no matter how big we got or who we worked with, my community was always first. And even until the day I walked out that door, I was cultivating the community at Bump Club. And it's something that I do the same here. I've continued to use our growth to propel new partnerships, but without fail, I will never compromise or sacrifice for the sake of the community here. And I never did at Bump Club either. And that's something that my community at the old company, and I think that you guys know right away. Don't ever underestimate the power of your community as well as the power you have among the community you build because when you show up for them, they will continuously and forever show up for you. And I say this with certainty because so many of them have followed me over to Lindsay Pinchuk on Instagram. So many of them are listening to this podcast so many of them have reached out to work with me in whatever sector it is that where they work. I met with someone yesterday who I met at Bump Club and they want to be involved in the Deer Found Her Tour. So never, ever underestimate the power of your community.
If you want more on my sweet method, my proven method to ignite your brand, this method got clients real results last year. In a 90-day period, I had one client increase their engagement 636% and her followers 12% in versus that 90-day period prior. She also received 300% more client inquiries during this time frame. I saw so many clients achieve such great success. You can go on my website and read them, read their testimonials for yourself. But I've been growing brands, like I said, for 25 years, and I have forever used this method to build mine and now that of my clients and my students. I want your brand to explode like these did. I've been teaching the workshop Ignite Your Brand, Make Yourself Stand Out privately to brands who have hired me over the last year. And a lot of you have reached out and asked me when I'm teaching it publicly, and now it's here. It's live. The doors are open. They open this week, and classes start on Monday. Through this new workshop, I will teach you how to ignite your brand's awareness without spending endless amounts of money or time. That is really what I'm good at. Everything is zero or very little cost, and really how to be efficient. You don't need a team or a million dollars or endless hours for bottom line success. I built a seven-figure company off of these principles. I've built a six-figure company in a year off of these principles. You only need a tangible marketing strategy, action steps, and a process to implement it efficiently. So honest to God, for less than $10 a day with Ignite Your Brand, Make Yourself Stand Out, you will start seeing results along the way as we work together. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes, register and join me. We are over 60% full. I do like to keep it small, Um, but sign up, DM me. I hope to see you in class come Monday, but now I have an assignment for you and this anyone can do and this everyone should do, but I want you to head on over to Instagram and I want you to share your story. Tag me at Lindsay Pinchuk. Not only will I share it, but one person is going to win a 60-minute one-on-one session with me. We can talk about anything you want during that session. We can talk about how to sweep your story into all of your other aspects of marketing, or we can talk about one area of marketing where you're really struggling. Really and truly, it's up to you what you do with that time with me. But share your story. I want to see it. I want to share it. And one person will be tagged at random, and you will be notified that you want a one-on-one hour-long session with me. I want to thank you guys so much for being here, for spending this time with me. I hope that you're walking away with tips you can implement right away. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out on Instagram at Lindsay Pinchuk, or you can shoot me an email, lindsay at lindsaypinchuk.com. Thank you again for being here, and I want you to stay tuned for all new episodes every Tuesday and every Thursday coming your way.